What is up, peeps? Welcome to Cannabis Insider with the one, with the only, Javier Hase. What's up, brother? What is up, Mr. Elliot Lane? I am doing great. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I talked to Javier like 10 minutes ago and I was like, hold on, I got to get some energy. Uh, But you know what? You watch a wrestling video, that'll do it for you. I'm just going to say right now, that gets you pumped up and it makes you feel fat. Both all do we post? Do we post Nate's pump up already on on social? Oh my God, Aaron Thomas, producer AT, can we please, please end the show with that pump up video? You all, if you're watching this right now, first of all, say hi. We want to chat with you. Drop your favorite cannabis stocks in the chat. Uh, If it's the first time you're listening, drop a one. Uh, But we are going to end, if possible. Looks like we can. Uh, We're going to get from producer AT. We're going to end with the best video you've ever seen in your life. Um, yeah. I, I cannot tell you how amazing this is. Uh, this is going to go down in the history of amazing videos. And also, I think it's probably going to become a gift uh, at some point for Benzinga. But Javi, what's up, man? How's your week going? How's, how is your week in cannabis? Pretty good. Pretty interesting, right? Just following the news. Uh, some news from Joe Coltabiano, studies on on, on potency, Sundial, looking a little bit into Colombian... Uh, adult use legalization. We we can get into them one by one. Should we start with Joe Caltabiano? Let's do it. And let's say hi, Harjinder, Feshali. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. Thank you. After all those chips, Pelosi needs a cannabis break in order to get some more chips in. Well, <laughs> I mean, it could work. We'll see. Um, but yeah, let's start. So guys, if you don't know us, we are the hosts of Benzinga's Cannabis Insider. We interview awesome executives. We have a really cool one. Uh, with a sweet kind of um, precise dosage dispenser. We're going to get a product demo today, which is something we don't get often. So stay tuned for that. That's coming shortly. Uh, But with that being said, Javier Hase is the leading journalist in cannabis by far. And we're going to listen to you, Javi. Actually, talk about what's on your mind. And we're giving out some awards to some of the, the best journalists in the cannabis space. So Benzinga is hosting its 15th Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference in Chicago, September 13 and 14 of 2022 at the Palmer Hotel. True. And if you know anything about cannabis stocks, they're all going to be there. Pretty much every single one that you could invest in, your watch listing, you hate. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about cannabis, but if you at all follow it, uh, the the stocks you, you like will probably be there. Um, that being said, Javi, start with Joe. Are you cool to start with Joe? Yeah. Javi, I don't know what's oh, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. And then we'll go back to the reporters. I want to give some shout outs. But yes. to news, uh, Joe Caltabiano, you may know him from, uh, he was the um, an executive at Cresco Labs. And he started this back, this special purpose acquisition company called Choice Consolidation Corp, CDXX and CDXXF are or were the tickers. Uh, and they confirmed that they will uh, return the money to the investors because they don't think that they will be able to find and complete appropriate, an appropriate qualifying transaction um, within the SPAC's permitted timeline. Um, and, they and Joe, double you know, in, in fairness to Joe, and I like Joe. I think Joe is a nice yeah. guy. I think he's a great founder. Um, in fairness to him, terrible timing, uh, just in terms of he started a SPAC. And then I feel like the SPAC market crashed. 
uh, in, in terms of especially cannabis. I mean, I mean all all of the markets crash. The cannabis ca- capital markets are super cap, you know capital constrained. There's mm-hmm. a capital crunch that has been. That was the other part of it. The capital constraint operators aren't getting a ton of money from equity right now. Hmm. So I mean, it's a tough time, and that's also one of the main reasons why why a lot of com- companies come to the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference, not to toot our own horn, but this is where you find capital, right? Even our, our CEO Jason Rasnick says that that uh, you know he he runs some numbers and he expects maybe even a billion dollars in deals to be closed at this upcoming Chicago conference. Of course, we that go is a big, capital. or we go home, and we're going oh, big. Yes, sir. We're going oh, big. Yes, sir. And, I mean, and this happened, right? It's not a made up number, right? You know, you, we, we know for a fact that that Trulieve, the, the team at Trulieve, right? TCNF, right? Trulieve Cannabis Corporation, one of the largest cannabis companies in the world, met the team from Harvest Health and Recreation at a Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference. They connected, they aligned, and ultimately Trulieve acquired Harvest in a $2.1 billion transaction, right? I personally like to example. believe that every... Uh, M&A transaction started at our event. That's what I personally liked. No, like. I, 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 I <laughs> Nobody cut that, that clip. Nobody cut that, that the, clip um, out of context. Was it, yeah, the Afria canopy transaction started in Davos. I got a, I, I got it handed to Switzerland as well. Some other places might also drive investor interest, but you'll never see anything yeah. like the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference. That's right. And you know what? You get to meet us. So, you know. Value prop number two. All right, Javi, what else is on your mind, man? There's a ton of things. So you know what I want to talk about? Are we still calling them sundial? Are they yeah. still like, is it still sundial? You just don't, you just, just sandal? It looks like sandal now. <laughs> like it looks like a Birkenstock. But uh, but Javi, tell me about the name change, man. Obviously they're promoting their ticker. Anything else we should know here? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, Sundial shareholder approve, uh, shareholders approved uh, share consolidation and a name change. Um, you know, there's a, a bunch of different resolutions that you can read about there. But, you know, they're fixing the numbers of, direction, uh, of directors at five members. Um, they, they have uh, uh, Greg Mills, Sachs George, L'Oreal, Brian Piney, and Gregory Turnbull as directors. They uh, have new auditors, Markham LLP. Um, so the, a lot of changes. I think, you know, this company that was at, at a certain point in, in time pretty beat up, then became a meme stock. And, and they managed to, to leverage that momentum so well. and the money to turn around. They leveraged it so well. I mean, <laughs> they were not doing well, folks. Like, really not. But you know what combined well for them? The fact that they were already on NASDAQ. And the fact that their stock was like 50 cents, right? Yeah. And they were a grower and, and they were a good one. But, you know, for me, I latched onto the Village Farms one. And, you know, I still am a fan of Village Farms, as we all know. Javi still makes fun of me. Um, but with Sundial, they just leveraged that influx of capital and attention and volume so well. And their Sunstream Bancorp has been magnificent in identifying really good opportunities to invest in. So, yeah. I, I mean, I mean is, is up like crazy today. I mean, they, they did a one for 10 reverse split, meaning, right, like, you know, each each 10 stocks is now, uh, shares is now one. But this stock is up 650% today, right? Ooh. Not 100%. Wow, that's crazy. So people like the like the shareholder meeting, it seems. 
Yes, All right, sir. that's S&P on the NASDAQ. If you are looking at um, the uh, – looking for the chart, my God, it exploded. Crazy. SNDL on the NASDAQ. Uh, you can look at it, just FYI, on your Benzinga app. It's right here. Ooh. Yeah, so you can just click on an article, and one of Javier's articles will pop up. They're fantastic. And you can click on the ticker. You get the chart, you get the news feed, you get the financials all on your app. You're welcome. Uh, Javier, next news story, though. Um, one that, that I think is pretty interesting out of Colombia, right? Uh, there's a new project in Colombia filed by Senator Gustavo Bolivar, and he wants to legalize adult use or recreational cannabis. I mean, they've tried several times. In fact, in 2020, he already tried to do this, but he didn't find the support in, in Congress. Now that they have a new Congress and a cannabis-friendly president-elect, Gustavo Petro, first left-wing president in the history of Colombia, by the way. He thinks, Senator Bolivar thinks this project could be approved. What's very interesting, our writer uh, and PhD candidate for cannabis, Nicolás José Rodríguez, Benzinga writer, did an, a very interesting analysis on how can U.S. cannabis operators take advantage, right? Um, you want to, and I think it's worth a read. Benzinga.com slash cannabis. Just about to go, let's drop the link. I don't know if we want to go too deep into that right now, but that's incredibly interesting. Do you think we'll see some MA like across seas in Colombia soon? I mean, if the project passes or is close to passing, I'm sure we, we, we should see some consolidation and we could see some of the bigger uh, U.S. MSOs, whether it's Relief that has international operations or truly that is, you know, in, in, a, in a Latino heavy market like Florida, mm. you know, looking at Colombia to increase revenue, to, di to diversify. Right, right now, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for operators because the local market is small. And exports aren't really big, right? I mean, there's there's yet a significant yeah. uh, volume of exports taking place right now, but in terms of dollar volumes, it's not a lot, right? Like the biggest contracts are maybe one one point five million dollars, right? Wow, that's not a lot. Um, awesome. But let's do rapid change, fire, you know, massively. Yeah, let, let's do a rapid fire real quick. Uh, can you go through like the next three yeah. headlines before we get our yeah. guest over? A big shout out to Yushi Holdings, J-U-S-H-F -E on the OTCQX. Once again, J-U-S-H-F. They're opening it, their 34th dispensary, your retail location nationwide, and third Beyond Hello dispensary at this time in Virginia. Go Love check that. it out. Very, it, very wasn't this time next year, didn't they have like mid-20s? And I only say that. Yeah. They have been very targeted for their M&A. Yeah. They are a leader in the cannabis space in the U.S., albeit a low retail number in comparison to the tier ones. But that being said, always something to mention when Jushi uh, opens a dispensary. But Javi, keep going, man. Where else are we? Yeah. There's another study that's very interesting. You can read all the findings on Benzinga.com slash cannabis, but it says that higher potency cannabis increases risk of addiction and psychosis. I am not particularly thrilled with these results, but at the same time, I think it's good that we start to generate more consciousness and awareness around the fact that, you know, we don't need super extremely high levels of THC for, for cannabis. Wait, 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 wait. More to good cannabis than just getting you incredibly so. You don't want 
a super highly potent THC pre-roll dipped in high purity resin rosin. I mean, maybe you don't. And then rolled in like friggin' pop rocks that are infused. I mean, I mean, my God, dude, we're getting crazy over here. Some people like it, but there's a market out there for those people. I will so, say it's probably not the most of most of like the consumers out there, right? Yeah, no, indeed. And here's here's another, you know, a, a news item that is somewhat related now that I come to think about it. There's this guy called Alex Berenson, an anti-cannabis uh, advocate. Of well, I'm anti-Alex Berenson, of, so there you go. Yeah, all kinds of, of BS on, on social media. And his go-to phrase is, this is not your parents' cannabis. And I got to grant it to him. I got to give it to him. It is true. Today's cannabis is a lot stronger than cannabis 20 years ago uh and you know maybe this 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 uh, study will make him happy whether you know the findings are to be discussed or not i'm sure he will bring it up uh, as he will be one of the the witnesses it says right we have the unofficial list of witnesses that will testify on on, on uh, federal marijuana decriminalization in the u.s senate um, also, Wells and Angelos, you know, a, a, a former prisoner who now leads uh, advocacy efforts to release prisoners. Uh, they have Steve, Steve Cook as a minority witness for the National Association of Assistant United States Attorneys. Um, it's an interesting hey, hearing to, to follow. I just have a quick question, but and then we need to get to our guest. Um, yeah. So with this, are they saying in the study... You know, and I'm going to throw you the feedback that everybody says, right? It's you're not addicted to the plant. You're addicted to the effect, right? It, 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 does a study comment on that? Are people addicted to the effect or are they actually addicted to what they're smoking? So, I mean, there's a lot of discussion around addiction in cannabis, right? Uh, most people say there's dependency that one develops versus addiction where you experience physical withdrawal symptoms. Other people who have withdrawn from cannabis will tell you, you know, you have some, some, some physical symptoms and withdrawal symptoms for sure. But ultimately, the addiction is psychological if mm -hmm. there's any kind of addiction. This particular study looks at other studies and what they said and tries to draw conclusions on whether or not the potency of cannabis affects this potential for people to develop some kind of cannabis use disorder, which is the right way to call it, right? Hey, all education um, is good education in a growing market, y'all. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Um, but Javier, that was fascinating, man. Let's let's uh, let's give the next ten or so. Wait, our next guest. Shout outs or not or not really. The, shout outs. I mean, all right. Shout yeah. outs. Go for it. Shout yeah, out. Like shout okay, so. Um, as I mentioned, uh, during the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference happening in Chicago September 13 and 14 this year, we're also hosting the first edition of the Benzinga Cannabis uh, Capital uh, Awards, right? And we have four categories for reporters, uh, Cannabis Business Reporter of the Year, Cannabis Finance Reporter of the Year, Cannabis Policy Reporter of the Year, and Cannabis Lifestyle Reporter of the Year. I'm going to throw out some names, for instance, for finance reporters that you should be following, of course, other than Benzinga. A big shout out to Deborah Borchardt at Green Market Report. On CNBC, Tim Seymour and Frank Holland. Chloe Ayello at Cheddar. Steve uh, Gelsey and Max Cherney at Market Watch. Alan Brockstein at New Cannabis Ventures. And Rena Sherbill at Seeking Alpha. And you all of these people are nominated. I do recommend. Right? Exactly. All of these people are nominated. Up for an award. So, exactly. This. Yeah. 
to what are the, the, the top reporters in finance. And then the, the list for business is, is even a little bit longer. We have Yishi Lee at Insider, Will Yakowitz at Forbes, Jeremy Burke at Insider, Shad Dales at the Dales Report, uh, Sarah Bernie Somerset with several uh, publications, Dan Adams at the Boston Globe, Jackie Bryant, Amanda Siebert, Tawit Chappelle, Matt Lammers at MJ Biz Daily, Josiah Hess. Uh, it's, it's a pretty cool All list. It's Mega King. Very, very uh, highly recommended uh, journalists you should follow as well. Awesome. Good good shout out, Tavi. We need to cut that, Aaron. Uh, make sure we um, get that out to more people because these journalists are really bringing you the information you love, including this one next to me. Pointed the wrong way at first. That one. That <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Javi, we got to shut up a little bit and let somebody else talk. So let's, let's do get it. T.O. of Jot, D-J-O-T, Elad Barak, formerly Voyager Products, but now Jot. Let's bring him over, Aaron. What's up, Elad? Welcome in, my friend. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, no, this is uh, interesting. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we talk a lot. I know. Super interesting. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, Aaron, cue us up, man. Let's get started the right way with some video and visual content. Yeah, so uh, I'll just maybe just talk over this, uh, meanwhile, and say this is a part of our new website and part of our new branding to Jot. Um, but once we kind of like, we're done with it, I'll be happy to show our product and how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. My bad. Thought there was sound. So let's <laughs> swipe that away. All right, a lot. Before we dive into a product update, tell us about you, man. Uh, Why did you get into cannabis and how did you get into cannabis? Yeah, absolutely. So um, myself, I was... Uh, I was working in another industry uh, after my MBA. I always used cannabis uh, to self-medicate, but not really knowing too much what I'm doing. I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease a few years ago, became a medical user in Canada, um, and got really interested in the industry and decided to move into the industry. Um, wanted to always be in companies that do tech and cannabis, as my background is tech. I used to work in the Israeli aerospace industry, uh, mainly on satellites, jet planes. I later did robotics. So... Um, that's what I've been doing ever since. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I would say a few years ago, we started working about uh, Jot and uh, we called it Voyager. We just changed it to Jot. And the concept was, as you you were mentioning, that a lot of people, you know, don't want to smoke those joints that are over, uh, you know, with THC. And a lot of people don't want to smoke at all. They don't want to vape. Yeah. In fact, most of the new consumers, and that's the most of the market we want to look at, uh, once other solutions. So, so we took one of the things we thought was important was was beverages, and we thought we saw a different approach to it, which doesn't require our consumers to smoke or vape, but also doesn't require them to try to figure out the right beverage to them from a perspective of flavor of dose of how do I carry it around, and and that's kind of how we got to where we are today. That's awesome. Yeah. Bobby, do you have a question before I jump in? Yeah, no, I'm curious as to why, why the name change. I think this is pretty recent news. And, uh, you know, why why do you choose like Voyager was a pretty good name, right? It, it, it isn't like you were stuck with some crappy name that you came up. You know, some people in the, in the cannabis industry came up with their names real early, like 15 years ago. And they're all like green this and cannabis and Canada. And I'm not saying all of them are crappy. Some are good, some are crappy. Right. But Voyager was already a pretty good name. Right. So what, why the change? Like, what does it yeah. seek to reflect? I, I think 
there, there's a few things to it, but I would just mention Voyager I chose as, as somebody who loves uh, space. Uh, but there's Voyager brands everywhere. There's a Voyager brand in Canada that has nothing to do with us. There's a Voyager brand in the States that has nothing to do with us. Uh, but above all, we really wanted a name uh, that is more actionable, that is ours, that we can use internationally as we plan to be uh, here in the States, in, uh, you know, in Europe, everywhere, essentially. And we want something that, you know, really builds on our, our brand pillars, which is about you. It's about technology. It's about being precise. Um, and, and Jot really encompasses that. So it kind of gives us a, something that's ours, uh, very short. Everybody can pronounce it. And, you know, you can just jot your drink. It's very simple. Very nice. So yeah. I'd love to actually go ahead and dive into a little bit of the product demo here. Uh, and then <laughs> Donald J. O. Trump. All right. Uh, sorry, a comment in our chat made me giggle a little bit. Um, I'd love to go ahead and see this. And then I want to ask some questions about the product itself and we can expect to see it, so on and so forth. But a lot, do you want to demonstrate it yeah, for us? Absolutely. So essentially, you know, the best way to describe it is think about this as your Keurig of cannabis or your Tassimo machine. So we allow you to mix any beverage with cannabis. You have to have a dispenser, which is a one-time purchase, $49.99. And then you get a pod with your favorite brand. Uh, when we sell this, we sell this empty to our partners. They put their own brand in it. So this can be any one of your favorite brands with THC, CBD. Um, and this already contains liquid cannabis when you purchase this as a consumer. You simply slide it into our dispenser. It clicks. I turn it on. And we have a screen here. It's going to be a bit difficult through the camera, but there's a screen, three buttons. And I can simply choose my dose. So I can go down to one milligram. As I'm in Canada, I can go up to 10. But this will vary according to regulation. Um, I take any beverage I want. So this can be my coffee, my tea, my orange juice, anything I would like. Put my dispenser above. I'll press the button. And if you guys saw, a drop just came. Mm -hmm. Super accurate. Um, we are with less than 5% accuracy in Six Sigma. So, so this is uh, something that we can all feel comfortable and now I have my beverage with my dose. So in this case, I chose two milligrams, but I could have chose anything. Uh, but I think one thing that's really important before I kind of uh, finish this uh, demonstration is it's not only about the fact that I can choose now my own beverage and I can choose now my own dose. I can also choose the occasion now because now it's something that I can do in my morning. And we all know that people that use cannabis mm -hmm. like cannabis in their morning, which I like to do a lot. I add it to my coffee every morning. Right. But maybe one of you wants to use it afternoon because also something with the stomach. Maybe you want to use it before going to sleep. So we can do a lot of different occasions with this. And I think that's uh, very important. What's the how many milligrams are in a pod? Yeah. So essentially the pod itself is confined by a milliliters. But you as a consumer see milligrams. There's no more math to do as a consumer. In mm -hmm. Canada, we can do up to a thousand milligrams of THC. We actually already sent this to approval with Health Canada and had no rejections. So instead of selling it as an edible or a beverage, we're selling it as a concentrate when we sell it, sorry. Um, and we can put up to a thousand milligrams of THC. On CBD, we don't have a limitation. Um, we, because we're limiting each dispense to 10 milligrams, we're essentially making it discrete units and we're in the regulations. Um, and that's how we pass that. Yeah, you know, and, and it's, it's a mind blowing product. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to get a, one of the founders editions of the, of the then called Voyager, uh, now Jot. Um, and honestly, my friends were blown away. By the way, by the way, I had a thousand milligrams of THC. As soon as I landed in, in, in the States, uh, I got one of these and I was like, this is perfect. This is like throughout the, the, the course of my stay here, I can share with all my friends. 
And it's mind blowing, really. Like you just take it out and press the button and and it's like instant, right? And and it's super useful. I remember one day we were about to go out to the beach, right? And we're like, oh, damn, we didn't roll a joint. You know, we should do something. And it's like, wait a second. You oh, won't believe what I have. And we just pressed it and had like a drink each. <laughs> I love it. Like, and, and thank you. you know, even, uh, it's, it's amazing feedback. And um, we're, we're going to make it even better because you got, the, as you mentioned, the founder's version, which, you know, is my design, but you know, I'm an engineer by heart, not a designer. Uh, right now we hired a super high end boutique firm here in Toronto, uh, to help us redesign. And the new version is just, it's, it's completely different, bigger screen, nicer, but everything's just nice about it. It looks, you know, a million dollars. So, so Elon, um, have you all thought about the, any, any type of critiques that may come from like ESG and sustainability when it comes to those pods? specifically yeah, absolutely and and it's actually you know it's counterintuitive because we get that question a lot but the honest truth is that i can sell in one pod a hundred bottles and when you compare the amount of plastic that i use compared to those bottles there's nothing there's no more argument we use substantially as plastic which is also recyclable but above all now you don't need to ship also those hundred bottles you ship one pod it takes substantially less place so we're actually really helping the environment with this and we're doing a product that's much cleaner. Um, and as we move forward, we will definitely add possibilities uh, for recycling bins, uh, but we can recycle the plastic, it's recyclable. What is it hitting the market, right? Like, you know, I, I got yeah. the founder conditions, but my, my friends were like, dude, how do I get this? Yeah, so um, we're on track to be on market in Q1 2023. Um, we just have a few small things to finish. As I mentioned, we're redesigning the outside so the technology completely works. Now it's just doing the, the outside and getting ready for manufacturing and being on a lead market. Uh, I can say that right now the lead market is going to be in Canada, but we are talking with, uh, after the Benzinga conference from Miami, with two MSOs, um, and hopefully we can get one of them on board. But, you know, I'm inviting other MSOs that are interested. We'll be happy to, to talk with you and, and see how we can work on this together. I love that. Awesome. Um, so anything else that we should know uh, about this? Um, uh, maybe fundraising, maybe what's next in terms of getting to that next step? What, what, what's the next step in your process? Yeah. So we actually almost uh, closed the round. Uh, we raised $1.2 million at this Congrats. round. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, difficult times, but, but it's, you know, it's a process, right? Um, the round is led by Draper Cygnus, which is part of the Draper Venture Network, if you're familiar. Uh, they led the round with half a million US dollars, and they're a tech VC. They're not a cannabis VC. Um, and yeah, there's just a bit left. Uh, if people are interested, we're, we're welcoming to, to get in touch with us and reach out. Um, yeah, that'll be awesome. I have uh, two questions. One is from the chat. But first off, uh, I caught some news that today you got your, your intellectual property granted, right? Uh, can you tell people a little bit about the process and the importance of, of IP in the cannabis space, right? A lot of people underestimate it. Um, yeah. But it's a complex process. At the same yeah, time, so it's, it's de-incentivizes a lot of people from pursuing getting IP. The, the process is, is complex and takes time. Uh, as a startup, we really did a lot of it ourselves, to be honest. Uh, we did use an agent, but we always took work uh, just to reduce part, part of that. Um, but the importance is, at least for us, is that we are a tech company and the, start, and the patent is around 
our product and around also software. But it's because one of the reasons that Draper Sings invested in us, it's because the long term of this product and not just cannabis. So we want to do tomorrow vitamins, food supplements, and we definitely want to do psychedelics, right? Where you definitely need to have microdosing. You want to do OTC, you want to do pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. Going to all these industries, I have to have a patent to protect me. And that kind of long vision that we have as a company is what led us to really pursue uh, that patent. Uh, but, you know, it was a long process, but I'm happy to say we got our patent in the U.S. We also have a CPT, which is an international one. Um, and I think it's it's important protection to have. Awesome. And we have one question from the chat real oh, fast sure. from the American one. The American one asks if you have full spectrum extracts uh, to add to drinks so just THC and or CBD. So, so going back to what I just mentioned is we do only the hardware as a company. We don't have license to touch cannabis anywhere, not in Canada. We mm-hmm. don't have none in the States. We sell this empty to a company. So if, for example, uh, you guys spoke about Truly a few minutes ago, they may buy our pods empty, put their own product, label it with their own brand and sell through their, um, you know, their distribution channels. And then it depends to them what they put inside the, the ingredients. Very nice. Sorry, yeah. No, I, I mean the, the the question deep down was it does work with full spectrum, right? It, it's so, up to it's up to the yes. company. But you you could actually have more than just an isolate. Yeah. So what we gave you actually um, in Benzinga was uh, together with a company called Out, and they do that uh, kind of uh, formulations. So they helped us out. Um, so absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. A lot. We followed you guys since you were Voyager Junior. Now you're Jot Senior over here. Uh, <laughs> you have been making massive improvements, man. Honestly, the product has. Thank you, Javi. I appreciate you making me feel good deep down. Or you're laughing at me and just don't tell me. Um, but a lot. Thank you so much, man. Honestly, congrats. I'm very excited to see your partnerships come uh, to term. Once those do, please keep us in mind for uh, coming back on. You know, and talking about how these U.S. operators are going to push out your product because we want to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We have some big news coming up. I'll keep you posted. A uh, very senior board member that's going to join us soon. And, um, yeah, we'll be in Chicago also. So I'm waiting to meet everybody in the, the conference. Heck, yeah. Looking forward to it a lot. And thank yeah. you for supporting us and being there, my friend. Awesome. Uh, we'll see you there. Thanks so much. Great. Cannabis consumption is on the rise. And as the American one says... It's a good setup. They don't need any it's, cannabis licenses. I agree. That sure. is a great setup. Like, and it honestly, it's the same with like Amora, a, a different style. It's more, um, you know, in the combustion, even though it's not combustion. Yeah, it's heat, not burn. Yeah, but like it's the same style. You know, these cool products are coming out for cannabis, but they can be utilized in a variety of industries, especially yeah, packed. Yes, like it's. It's exciting once you get on the ground floor of something that is unique. Um, I'd be interested to see, you know, are, are there competitors out there for Voy- for sorry for Jot um, that are this far along in their stages? I mean, I don't think technology wise, right? There's yeah, other com- there's other companies that that will do like single serve powders, yeah, or stuff like that, right? It's not the only way you can infuse a drink with cannabis but it's certainly the coolest i've seen like it's all good with the with the powders but it's like i've seen tang juice for the last whatever like a million years this i had never seen before 
right? Yeah. Whether, whether you find it useful or not, it's up to you. I found it very creative. I found it fun. I found it to be a great conversation starter. And honestly, it's very discreet. Like no one will figure it oh. out. You can, like I was sitting at a restaurant and simply did like a zoop. Yeah. Well, and what this is, y'all, it's another introduction for consumers that do not currently consume cannabis as well. You know, this is, uh, this is about a normalcy. It's about at controlling your high, controlling your consumption. And that, that was hard. It's been hard up until this point. So a lot helping conquer that. That's exciting. Javier, any last words, man? Any last headlines you want to point out before we hop off for this lovely Tuesday? I mean, check us out in Chicago, September 13 and 14, bzcannabis.com for more information. If you're feeling like an overseas trip, come check out our Panama conference hosted by El Planteo, which is a sister company of Benzinga. LATAM Can Biz, can like C-A-N-N, biz with a Z, latamcanbiz.com, September 1 and 2, right before Labor Day weekend. You can, you know, go out to Panama, enjoy the conference, enjoy the beach, golf, then go back home for a week, then come out to Chicago. Sounds great to me different people because it's a completely different lineup and we made sure that these conferences had completely different lineups so that both add incredible value to our attendees in different ways right one is is, is focused on investment like the cannabis benzinga cannabis capital conference is focused on investment and raising money and you us operators and canadian operators the panama conference is, is focused on the opportunities that emerge in latin america for example the potential legalization of adult use cannabis in colombia right it's gonna be exciting man um Very definitely cool. support both bzcannabis.com and latamcanbiz.com um awesome Javier, love you, my friend. It's always good to chat. We have a busy Thursday. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, that's the most important thing we have to plug today. Our newsletter, Cannabis Daily. Cannabis Daily newsletter, y'all. Sign up. Benzinga.com slash cannabis. Where do you sign up? No, look at this. I just made a landing in the middle of the show. You literally made a landing page. That's so exciting. (laughs) I'm so excited right now. Javier, I love you. Y'all, click on subscribe. Can we drop it in the chat? I I don't have access. We got to drop that in the chat. But y'all... We work hard on this newsletter um, for you guys every day. I think almost 30,000 people subscribe. Be the next one uh, to join us. You know, we want to get or, the news. Or miss out on the news. You know, it's up to you. If you want to be a yeah. sucker. <laughs> All right, Javi. You go for it. You go for him. Good, Javi. <laughs> awesome, you guys. Subscribe. Cannabis Daily it comes out in podcast and newsletter form every morning. Uh, And that being said, we also have psychedelics once a week. We have daily market and five ring the bell newsletters. They're fantastic by other members of Benzinga, your newsletter home, Benzinga, and maybe the morning brew if you like them too. I do. It's fine, but you know, no plugs. Um, (laughs) All right, guys, that's it. We're done rambling. Javi, Aaron, thank you guys so much. Everybody. Thank you for watching the American one. Thanks for participating, dude. Uh, We'll see you guys on Thursday.